I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. For you. Well, that's our intro now. I heard, what was it? What you talking about, Willis and Meathead? Yep. You are a Meathead. Are those both shows you intend we cover at some point? Oh, yeah. No, d- definitely. Like the Norman Lear shows, we definitely have to do. And uh, also the. Um, well, what's your different strokes? Yeah, you know, kind of that NBC uh, like '80s, you know, '70s, '80s. Uh, uh, well, actually, <laughs> through the '90s. Actually, they had a nice run there for sitcoms. I have a, uh, I have a little shrine atop my movie collection back here. That's a Norman Lear. It's got, it's got uh, Jefferson's All in the Family, both complete series. It's got a season or two of Archie Bunker's Place. A Good ah. Times is in there. Nice. And nice. I have Maud. I have a. a I do not have Maud. It is on. I think the complete series is on DVD, though. Oh, excellent! So someday I'll I'll add that to the shrine. But um, I also have a PBS documentary that I have not yet watched about Norman Lear. Oh, sweet! It's like Legends of TV, Norman Lear, or something. So I got to get around to watching that. Oh, excellent! It, it, I know. Also, there was a um, a thing not uh, long ago uh, about sitcoms, actually, on uh, I believe it was it on PBS. It may have been on PBS, in fact. Um, like, like sort of like a little history of sitcoms. Like by the decade or something. Um, I, th- I think it was by the subject. Ooh. So, like you know, family sitcoms, uh, work sitcoms. Uh, we were talking about the the documentary style. I guess that's probably its own genre now, right? I, I would think so. Like you know, your, your office, your uh, Parks and Rec. Um, a modern family. Yeah, it's like that whole like okay, someone's you know documenting this. Uh, well, we are doing a show about sitcoms, so I think that it would be uh, bad juju not to mention the passing of good old uh, Ed Asner. Oh yes, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, M- Mr. Grant. Yeah, mm, Lou Grant, Mr. Grant, Mary Tyler Moore show, kids. I know it's your your all time favorite if you're <laughs> born after the year two thousand, but. Damn, that was a, a good-ass show. That, oh, that was a great show. show. And kids, you are going to make it after all. Um, now, kids, you do know him, though. You don't know you know him, but you do know him from... Up. Up. He was the old man whose name I don't know. Mi- I've only mi- seen mi- once. Mr. Fredrickson. Carl Fredrickson. In the Pix- Disney Pixar film Up. So Correct. I think that's probably what the young crowd knows him best for, I would imagine. Uh, probably best, but then there's the other places that... Uh, they would know Ed Asner from like his. He was actually the uh, for those that grew up with the '90s. Uh, he was the voice of J. Jonah Jameson uh, on the Spider-Man cartoon. Really, I did not know that. Yes, yeah, he he was. Uh, also, we had um, uh, see what what was I, he was one of the gargoyles, uh, Disney's gargoyles. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, yeah, he. He's done a lot of voice acting. Oh, he, he was also... Yeah, he, the bearded one, right? Was yes, I, I believe so. Yeah. And, uh, uh, he was also... I was just listening to the Gargoyles voices in my head. Is that weird that I can still pull them up? <laughs> no, it is not strange. And that, <laughs> that's one thing that I, I, I totally appreciate. You know, we'll bring up time to time. I am, like, I love voice acting, like, good voice acting. 
And yes. it's it's always surprising who you find that you know not only does you know the standard you know live action acting, but that are good voice actors. And as Ed Asner was one of them. Uh, he also did. Um, he he was on the uh, DC. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, no, like the Superman and Justice League stuff. Uh, he he was actually Granny Goodness. <laughs> it's strange as that sounds. Ed Asner was Granny Goodness. <laughs> wow. In tonight's uh, topic, I have uh, some notes about a voice actor that I, the whole time I was watching this fucking movie, I was like, why does that dude's voice sound familiar? But oh, don't you tell the folks what we're talking about tonight if they can't tell from the title or the pictures that I posted all over social media. Oh, no, it's okay. Uh, tonight's uh, topic will be the 1970s iteration of The Odd Couple. The Odd Couple. Uh, with Jack Klugman and Tony Randall. Yes, as Oscar and Felix. Now, this is a show that I, I've definitely seen numerous times in my life, but I wasn't super familiar with it. Like, how how into it were you, like, until we started talking about it this last week? I'll, I'll say, like, when I was young, I watched it a lot because that was one of those shows that was syndicated early in my life. Okay, really? But, but, but it, it, in my earliest life, it actually started. I, I was born right before the art Odd Couple started. Like, God damn, I, you are an old man, my Yes, friend. I am an old man. I, I, you wear it well. You wear it well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, so thank what you, was Rod it, Stewart. 70, yeah. 70 to 75? 70 to 75 was the uh, initial run of uh, the Odd Couple um, with Tony Randall and uh, Jack Klugman. So the movie was 68. Correct. With Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. And then the play, I wonder how long the play ran. Did you look into that at all? I did not see how long it ran. It was a long-running play. This was Neil Simon, who's obviously done a million great stage comedies. Correct. And um, the original actors in the Broadway iteration of The Odd Couple were Walter Matthau and, do you know? In the original show, it was not Jack Lemmon, huh? It was not Jack Lemmon. Okay. In the Broadway show, it I was Mr. Edward Norton himself. Not Edward Norton. Ed Norton himself. <laughs> Art- <laughs> yes, Edward Norton. He went back in time. No. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Ed Norton. Art Carney. He was the of ir- Honeymooners. Yes, of Honeymooners wow. fame. Yes, Art, Art Carney. How, uh, was he much older than Mathau or no? Um, you know what? Seems like he would have been, right? I, I, I would think he would have actually been at that point, because Honeymooners, when did that uh, originally run? That was 50s? Uh, Had to be early 50s, yeah. yeah. early mid-50s, I would think. So, given that, yeah, he, he had to have been. I Love Lucy was 50, started 51, I believe, and Honeymooners even felt older than that. Right, so yeah. So maybe, like... Maybe like 50. Even. It, it, I don't know. it could be. Well, again, Honeymooners, you know, we'll, we'll get into that one at some point, uh, one, one of Definitely. our episodes. But that, I just you know, got that, the box that, set of that not too long ago. That, that's uh, spun from the Jackie Gleason show. Uh, was that a variety show? Yeah, like, yeah, Jackie Gleason had a variety show, and one of the skits on it was The Honeymooners. So that, you know, it, we'll, we'll find that that happened actually multiple times in sitcom history, like where. A little, you know, a little, uh, how do you want to say, like, you know, one little episode, one skit or something turns into an actual show. 
I can think of The Simpsons and Mama's Family. Those are two. How about Happy Days? Was that was from American Graffiti? Is that what no, it was? no uh, actually from Love American Style. Okay. Was American Graffiti related to that, though? If I uh, yeah, it, it had some crossover similarity uh, stuff there, but the actual characters, Richie Cunningham, Mr. Cunningham, you know, uh, Mary, like, th- there was an actual episode of Love American Style with that setting of Happy Days. So, f- weirdly enough... Jack Klugman and Tony Randall. I didn't really know them from much else, but there was Tony Randall was in a movie that I watched every fucking day of my childhood and mm. for the longest time didn't know it was him. Uh, He's a voice actor. Can you guess this movie from 1990? Is it 90 or 91? Ooh, voice actor. Okay. It was a sequel. Okay. Oh, crud, crud, crud. Okay, so, I'm trying to think of what... Uh... Let's see. The original film came out in 84, and the sequel, it was like it was 90 or 91, but he played a voice for a character named Brain. Brain? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And it, I swear it's not one that you would ever guess Tony Randall would be involved with, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, movies that, you know, like, especially being that you were younger at that point, so, uh, but I'm trying to think of things like Land Before Time, uh. Um, what are some of the other, uh, ones, uh, American Tale? It's a live action, it's a live action film. Oh, it's a live action film. Yeah, and he voices a creature named Brain, or the Brain Blank. Would you like me to tell you? Oh, yes, please. Gremlins 2. Oh my god! Do you remember the 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 smart gremlin? The smart gremlin? Yes! Oh my god, I I forgot about that! Yeah. (laughs) And I was much older by the time I started reading credits going, I was like, holy shit, that's Tony Randall. <laughs> I just love that little, the little one with the beanie pops up, you know, and he's like, baby, 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 baby. And he just fucking shoots him in the head. And he's like, now was that civilized? No, fun, but in no sense, civilized. That's yeah, fucking and, and, and that's bullshit. so in character, like uh, with characters that Tony Randall played. Yeah. And Klugman. The only way I knew him besides the odd couple was from Match Game. Oh, okay. The 70s versions with, uh, what was that host's name? Gene Rayburn. Gene Rayburn, yes. Gene, and can, his wife was on there all the time. That is Brett. correct. Brett Summers. She was one of the like mainstays for the Match Game 70s shows. Yes. And Klugman, I, he was on there periodically, but not as much as she was. I think he was on there more early. Like, but more before he first, hit it with <laughs> first couple of seasons. But then, um, you know, you had more like, the, you know, you know, Charles Nelson Riley was one of the regulars, like you were saying. Um, Richard Dawson showed up a lot. Yes. Um, M- Marshall Wallace, like, you know, Betty White. And, and, and we'll talk about some of the a couple of these people also uh, in a short bit, too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that would have been a more fun game show for them to go on. Anyway, so. <laughs> Um, first of all, like going in, what did you expect you were going to get out of the odd couple? Did you expect to just love everything about it? No, I'm, I'm, I was sure that certain things about it would be dated. Yeah. It it was a very seventies show. Yeah. Like that, that late, yeah, like the end of the sixties into seventies, it shows the time period. Well, and, and going in, I didn't even like. I didn't look at the dates and stuff before I started watching it. 
So I, w- I was almost like, I was thinking it was earlier than that, but I guess maybe I was thinking the movie. But I was thinking it was right. more like 60s. And I guess it is kind of caught because they're older guys. Right. They f- do feel more 60s to me than the show does. Everyone around them, the mm. young crowd, feels 70s, right? Yeah. No, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, what, one thing I also love about the show, I think that it gives me that like shot of nostalgia, too, is the fact of, okay, now, the show itself, like when we're in their apartment, and you know, like any any real interior scenes, you're you're on a stage. You know, you're you're on a Hollywood stage, right? But all your exteriors, those were filmed in Manhattan. And yeah, I'm sure the theme was probably that park has got it. Was that Central Park? Uh yes. Part of it, a yeah. corner of it. It looks like I, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, wasn't there that that Maypole thing and like kind of doing that dance uh, yeah. piece? Yeah, but. Seeing Manhattan in the '70s gives me like a little, you know, burst of nostalgia. It, it, there, there's something about New York of the '70s that, like, it, it was its own character at the time. When you watch a movie from that era, you Correct. know it. Yeah, uh, definitely. Taxi driver, shit like that, right? You just mm-hmm. it oozes. I got that when I was rewatching some Taxi the other day. Oh yeah, no, no, that's another um, one. And tell me if I'm crazy, but that's New York, right? That in, that the bridges and everything just felt like. Yeah, well, it felt like grimy seventies New York. Well, I I believe yeah, like it's it's set in New York, and um, right, and, no, and I think that yeah, exter- like said, that exterior none of these shots shows are actually yeah. shot in New York. They're all in fucking sound stages in L.A. Most of them, at least. Correct. But um, yeah, so so that's one of the things that I I also got from watching it. It's like oh yeah, that you know like it just reminded me of New York, and also um, what when I grew up. The, you know, the, uh, the syndicated episodes of The Odd Couple when I was young was on um, WPIX, the, the local station here, uh, ne- now the CW. Uh, in, in, what about in our D-I-C-P-I-X? <laughs> no, that, 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 that was a That's little later. That's channel. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that comes a little later uh, in history. Um, comes a little later. Dutch. <laughs> so the theme song is probably the most famous thing about this show. I think. I, I think. I think you are correct. That that theme song is one of the, I think, best elements of that show. It, it, it's such a catchy, easy to remember uh, theme song. And you know, I when I was watching the movie again today, um, I didn't. I almost didn't feel like that would be an element that was there immediately, but it was. The movie opens with the song. Mm-hmm. And, and no, I kind of thought no, it's right into it, feels, it. It feels so TV sitcomy that I was like, "Oh, they probably wrote this for the show." But no, it's in the movie. No, that, that yeah, was two yes, years earlier. The, the, the show, I, the show took the, the theme from the movie, which even made me wonder: like, did they use this in the stage show? They, that's they might have. Que- that's a good question. It um, might have been written for the show, the stage show. The the, the theme was uh, written by, I believe, um, the the guy's name was Neil Hefty, or. Yeah, I believe that's the the way you yeah, pronounce it. Yeah, Neil's all over this thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's Neil's <laughs> when you when you talk Neil's about as the, far as the eye can yes. see. Neil's to the left of me. Neil's to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle I, with you. I uh, did notice the show though. It said what uh, created for TV by Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall and some a little bit of uh, trivia for that. It was the first 
of several sitcoms that Gary Marshall developed for Paramount what? Television. What was he best known for before this? You know Do we what? know? I can't. I'm not I sure. I don't know before this, but after it, we could definitely give you a, a lot of things such as, say, Happy Days, Laverne mm-hmm. and Shirley, uh, uh, Mork and Mindy, I believe. Uh, it's like, yeah. There, there yeah, are... his sister is Penny Marshall, who is one Correct. of the stars of Laverne and Shirley. And she was, I was surprised when I was watching this, that she popped up in several episodes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. She, she played Oscar's assistant, Myrna Turner. Okay, I was going to say, the episodes I watched, it was never clear who she was or what the relation was. She was just kind of on the couch chatting with him from, oh my, real stupid. She's oh, got Miss, that. <laughs> Mr. Unger. Yeah. She's got that voice that, that we that all na- know. That nasally, you know, mm-hmm. deep nasally. And, uh, yeah, but, but you know, definitely more accentuated in mm-hmm. this show. And uh, Yeah, she had more of a the dumb quality in the show from the ones I saw. Correct. Yeah. But, like, she, she meant well, but... She did X, like uh, the the episode. She did X. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! 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 I don't want to no, see no. Penny Marshall on X. <laughs> no. Um. She, <laughs> Cheryl! <laughs> Cheryl! Cheryl! <laughs> balls. <laughs> now that's actually an episode of Sh- Laverne and Shirley I would watch. Yeah, that that would be yeah. See, that's one of the lost episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, um, she actually started in season two of um, okay. The Odd Couple as, as uh, Oscar's assistant. And Gary Marshall himself would also show up in the show as Myrna's brother. And oh, really? And their other brother, Ro- Ro- Robbie Marshall, would also show up. And they, they were Myrna's brothers, Werner and Werner T- Turner. Because I always think of him as an old man, but he must have been a young dude, like getting his start here. I guess I, I, I would think 70s. so. Yeah, he, he had to. Have I always been, like... see him as the old gray-haired guy who shows up in random ass sitcoms. You know. Yep. There was, uh, I, I can't even remember what it was, but he would pop up as like the the, the love interest. It might have been like Golden Girls or some shit. One of those type oh, shows. Oh, might have been. Uh, which is another one. Can't old. wait to do as well. That's that's a great show. Like, I even wore my Betty White pin to my premiere the other night, but we'll talk more about oh, that later. Sweet. <laughs> And, and, and um, here's a little bit of uh, you know Pe- Penny Marshall uh, trivia too, uh, odd couple related. Uh, you know her former husband, who th- who that is, right? No, I don't think I know any of her spouses. Rob Reiner. Oh, yeah, really? Me- meathead from uh, you know all the that's family. That's a weird couple. I ooh God. The was left- it in the seventies? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I believe they. I'm trying uh, to remember if they were already married or if they were engaged at the time. And both became great directors. Imagine like, that. Uh, exactly. Great performers who went on to direct awesome shit. Yeah. Very much so. And uh, wow. Ro- Rob Reiner actually shows up in the last episode with Penny in the Odd Couple show. Uh, her her fiance, uh, Sheldon. And I say he, it on I, her last episode or the last episode. Her last episode. Okay. Yeah, the last episode that Penny Marshall's in on the Odd Couple. Uh, you know, Myrna Turner. Uh, she, her boyfriend, who became you know, like her, uh, her fiance, like was Sheldon. And I say that <laughs> because one of the jokes of that episode was um, he was called Sheldon. Because on his birth certificate, they dropped the O in Sheldon. Hmm. So it was Sheldon. 
So there's five seasons. Uh, a lot of them are on Hulu. There are a good chunk missing. Yes, and, and um, how many did you watch of the of those? I I probably watched about seven. I think seven episodes of the five seasons, and then I watched the film. Yeah, yeah, I watched the film. I watched uh, probably around like ten or so episodes. For and newcomers, our our thing is we're going to do we pick three episodes that we both watch for sure, and then like this one that I'm not super familiar with, I'll probably watch a good sprinkling of other episodes just to get a feel. Right. So we got three main episodes we're going to cover to talk about the way the show changed, which surprisingly. Wasn't a lot, kind of, to uh, me, anyway. The biggest change, and, and of, of course, I think this is also the editing. what... Well, the editing is one, but remember how you were not keen on that first season? Like, you, you had watched yeah, one or I two episodes. One that I really liked. I watched two in the first season. The first one was Trash. Yeah. Which is the first one that's on Hulu. I think it's the second episode. Yeah, uh, 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 Felix and the Fighter. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, the hockey player. I think that's on actually yeah. episode two, but episode one wasn't on Hulu. Correct. And that episode sucks balls, by the way. Don't. Yeah, not, <laughs> if you want to get a good feeling, don't start at the beginning of the Odd Couple. No, and I feel like it's very weak. The editing was very poor, and I was bored. Like, and, and, and here's one of the reasons that probably threw you off. Did you realize, like, from watching? You know, like that, you know, a couple of first season episodes and then watching later seasons. They tried seasons. to shoot it like a movie. Well, it's not that. It felt like a shitty movie. <laughs> the, the first season was filmed not in front of a live audience. It was just laugh track, single camera. Yep, I could tell. That's what I, That's why it feels like a movie, a shitty TV movie. Yeah, it's, so it, it has a very different feel. Also, they used the apartment that was from the movie in the first season. Once they hit season two, like um, both uh, Tony Randall and Jack Klugman had been complaining that they, they don't like doing this not to a live crowd. So it was... It's hard to get your timing. Out. In a show like this, Yes, I think especially because it's so character-driven... You need to get that feel of the audience, and you know, that, and I, I think that it, you're right. That probably is why it feels more like a sitcom later, and it, it's yes. better in my eyes. That, very my much, eyes, very much so. Like, it, like your season one to all the rest of the seasons, it's a marked difference. And um, so uh, the, the movie is a weird, is a weird thing having watched it after the show. I got you. Yeah, well, what, a, why don't we jump into the movie actually a little? Should we cover the movie first? I guess. Since yeah. What, 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 why don't we the show? J j jump into the movie and what? What was your take on watching the Odd Couple, the film with Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau? Um, I'm very glad that I knew going in it was based on a play because right. um, I've actually seen a couple other random Neil Simon based movies like there was like california suite that had like cosby and shit in it mm. walter matthau also was in that one there was a weird london sequel see i think it had several of the the seinfeld cast and i think oh wow but they do have a certain feel because they're based on a play they have yes. that that very uh closed feeling you're in a room but the odd couple movie and it's brilliantly funny um the opening is about Felix going to a hotel to kill himself. 
Right. Because he just got separated from his wife, told him to leave. (laughs) Right. And Jack Lemon is brilliant in that opening for sure. (laughs) It's just him. He's not, he only talks to like the guy at the desk, I think, right? Yeah. At the very beginning, it's just him talking to the guy at the desk. Other than than that, it's, uh, there's some self sounds and things, but. And he's so funny in this dark, twisted fucking thing. And I didn't, re- I didn't remember that at all. I know I've seen the movie a long time ago. I think like, mm-hmm. a long time ago, but I didn't remember like all oh, this, this movie that's a comedy that turns into a a sitcom opens with him trying to kill himself. And there's this genius thing about he's putting all his shit in this envelope, like to my wife and beloved kids, and he's gonna jump out the window, which was the great line of he tries to give him like a third floor room. And he goes, do you have anything, anything higher? higher. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, oh, shit. And he gives him like a ninth floor room. And he's he's looking out the window, like getting ready for the moment. And then the fucking window the won't open. open. And he hurts his back in trying to open the window. And he hurts his back trying to open <laughs> the window. window. <laughs> so for that, for that moment, you're like, if the oh, – I almost got the feeling like the hotels dealt with this before. And maybe they nailed the window shut because they've had so many depressed men come into this place. That was one thing I thought. <laughs> But then also you go, none of this would have, the rest of the movie would, would not exist had that window just opened. Right. He'd be dead. Right, yeah. yeah. And it would. End scene and, and movie, yeah. <laughs> right. So then we meet Walter Matthau, who is so perfectly subtle for most of this movie and until the end when he goes batshit crazy. But right. the poker players, it, that yes. poker scene really made me wish that more of that kind of thing was in the show. Because for me, even, of the seven episodes or so I watched of the show, The Odd Couple works best when it's Felix embarrassing Oscar in front of other people. Yeah. No, no, I I, I get what you're saying. And there are more episodes where they're playing poker, but it, it doesn't center around it as much as the movie did there's so many scenes in the show that are just them together and they're funny but i don't think they ever reach the heights of them with other people who are kind of watching their reactions Mm -hmm. their their interactions rather like because oscar gets so embarrassed by felix all the time which by the way I fucking hate Felix in the show. Like, he's funny, <laughs> but I would kill that motherfucker. He's so annoying, he's so uptight, and he is just full of him fucking self. I, well, well, here's the uh, question. Did you get to watch the episode um, from uh, season three I also told you about? It was um, where they had to go to court? No. I didn't okay. It, 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 it's it's uh, revealed that... Felix was the uh, first case in New York uh, law history uh, to, to uh, that his wife filed for, uh, for divorce for basis of pestiness. <laughs> he's a fucking pest. He's a yeah. pain in the ass. Yeah, he's a pain in the ass. He, I would have. You feel so bad for Oscar on that show. Right. The movie mo- the movie walks the line a little better, I think, between him being a piece of shit cartoon character who you just want to punch. Uh, the the Felix in the movie is more real. 
Um, he's much darker, as we say. He's trying to fucking kill himself yeah. for this movie. But this group of friends would have been a great dynamic for the sitcom that we don't really get. Murray, the character who they always call in the movie Murray the cop or my yeah, friend Murray. Mur- Murray the cop. Yeah, Murray the cop. He yeah. is in the show, but he's a different actor. He's the guy from Happy Days. Yep, Al Molinaro. And, yep. And, and, and get, think of this. We have a few elements of Happy Days here. You have Al Molinaro. You got Penny Marshall, because <laughs> Laverne and Shirley started on yep. Happy Days. Yep. And Gary Marshall. <laughs> right. And I'm sure that, that that's why that dude plays Murray in the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, the guy who's Murray in the movie, though, or in the show, I mean, he, the guy who was from Happy Days was the one in the show. The one from the movie, the movie. actually was on Golden Girls. He was Stanley. Right. I, think he, I think he was B. Arthur's husband, right? Ex-husband right, right. or something on there? Mm-hmm. But the other guy, the bald guy with the glasses, the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, why the fuck do I know his voice? You know who uh, he oh, is. Oh, his, his voice is one of those unmistakable voices, but it's like, where do I know that from? Where do I know that from? He's Piglet. <laughs> he was Piglet in Winnie the Pooh until he died in 2005. Wow. I was like, I fucking know this guy's voice, and I waited till the movie was done because I kept trying to guess because I'm that douche. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I didn't watch a lot of Winnie the Pooh growing up. Right, right. But I just knew that voice. And he doesn't really just change it much. It's not like he's doing a voice to play Piglet. That's pretty I, much I, what I it think sounds he, like, I guess. He might just come off a little softer when he's doing Piglet. Right. So, yeah, he was Softer Piglet and, until, and more neurotic. Uh, I looked on IMDb. He, he died in 2005, and he was still playing Piglet till 2005. Wow. Crazy. So the apartment in the movie, though, I was like, he's like broke, broke, broke. Oh, I'm the – then he says something like, I'm the – 14th highest paid sports writer or something like that. Mm. He has an eight bedroom apartment yeah. in New in like Manhattan. Is yeah, it in Manhattan? In, yeah, in, in Manhattan. Yeah. And and I'm like, that's he, 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 even, he, he even actually says it. It's like, I figured we won't uh, cross paths. <laughs> in the in the movie too, Jack Lemons says that Felix writes the news. Yes, for, for yeah, I, I believe it's said at one point CBS or something like that. But in the show, he, he it's not what he does. No, he is... He's a photographer. Right. He has his own photography studio. Which they mention in one of the episodes we watched that he, he mentions he's a commercial photographer. Yes. I didn't see any episodes where he was at work. Did you catch any of those? Yes. There was yeah. one you um, said? Well, one of the ones, yeah, and I remembered from when I was young, um, are you familiar, uh, like, you know, like uh, are you a sports guy at all, or... I, no, I know no. we've mentioned... I'm, I have a basic knowledge. Okay. Back then in football, there was a a defensive player on the L.A. Rams called Deacon Jones. Okay. And and, and, and I believe he's actually coined um, with the, the phrase that became the sack. You know, like, mm. like in football, when they right. sack the quarterback, I believe he actually coined the phrase. So... That could be taken many different ways, especially in the locker room. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... The, yeah. <laughs> we won't go there. But, um... I but, sacked a guy yesterday. Wait, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but um, Deacon Jones was actually on one of the episodes where someone wants to shoot a commercial. You know, they, they're talking with Felix, and uh, they want to get Deacon Jones. And Felix knows Oscar, as a sports writer, uh, has a relationship with Deacon Jones. So... There's a lot of time spent actually at the photography studio with hmm. yeah, Felix, I, Oscar, and and Deacon. What, it hit me when it came up in the movie. I was like, I don't remember any episodes of what Felix did. And then the very next one I watched after the movie, 
he says he's a commercial photographer. Right. Um, and then and then that's when I caught it in the opening theme. He's in the dark room with yes. the photos in like the tiny corner picture. Correct. So that was like, oh, they, they show it in the opening, but it's so like not addressed really. And and, and I love actually that that opening, uh, you know, like uh, the opening credits where where, where they're showing uh, Oscar you know, walks into wet cement and yeah. and Felix is trying to help an old lady across the street. She hits him with the purse. And then the Boy Scout that wants to walk her across the street punches him. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, the I did not like the change in the opening. By the way, when they added the Felix Lundgren was kicked out of his house, but I thought that was really stupid. Really, is he? You know, I think the song does enough, and the the imagery they already had did enough for me to. Hmm. Okay. It felt you liked it. I I, I actually liked that. Like you know, like on November thirteenth, Felix Unger yeah. was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. Right. You know what? I think because when I was young, it gave me you know, like a point of reference of you know, where where this is coming from. It feels like Dragnet or something stupid to me, though. Like <laughs> I love Dragnet, but that that didn't feel like it fit it fit the odd couple to me. Right. And especially after we'd already seen just the opening theme, that's so iconic. We don't need. We already know the backstory because that came like what season three or something. Yes, I believe it was season so three it's like, that they are, started that. Why are you adding this context three years in when it's already clear at this point? No, it felt weird to me. I didn't love it. No, I I, I got what you're saying, but well, what what were the um like what what were some of the other episodes besides the three that we pinpointed? What were some of the other ones that you watched? I watched the the haunting one where they think the apartment's haunted, which oh. I think Penny Marshall showed up in that. They go yes. to like a psychic or something. Yes, which is now. Did you watch the old Batman uh, TV show? Sixties, no. Oh, you never watched the old sixties bat? Okay, no. Be- because the the person that they go to is Victor Bono, who 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 played the villain King Tut in the Batman TV show, and he was totally campy in that show, and you can see some of that campiness in his performance. Well, that's funny because I watched that. That was one I watched with my friend, who when he was here that night, and um, the guy walks out, and as a someone who knows sitcoms, watches TV a lot, right. <laughs> The audience applause. I said that guy is from that guy's from something. He's obviously famous for something because the audience, yeah, their audience reaction was like, woo, and I'm like, I don't know who he is, but I know they know who he is. So he must be like a thing, which always adds a little something to the guest spots. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know that he was from Batman. No, yeah, I, I I don't know the other things that Victor Bono is famous for. It's just growing up, I knew him from Batman, but um. Yeah, there were a lot, like, when you actually said, like, uh, celebrity guest spots, there were a lot in the uh, Odd Couple over time. And also, like, a couple of ones, uh, did you catch the one, I, I told you about the one, uh, what was it, Flying Felix, I think it was? No, I did not see that one either. It, it was uh, season four, where F- Felix is afraid to fly, and they're, you know, they're, they're trying, like, they, they, at the apartment, they have Murray, Myrna come over, and they pretend to be, like, yeah, like they set up chairs to pretend like okay, it's Rose in a in an airplane. It's like okay to get him, you know, ease up. Well, anyway, when Oscar says he'll fly with him, they're at the airport. I, I guess this was a thing back then. I, I don't really remember uh, doing this. I don't know how much you fly uh, nowadays, but uh, well, not- I don't fly a lot. I drive more. Okay. Just because I bring my dog with me, and he's a pug, so he can't really fly very well. Got it. <laughs> no, no, no. That's I, I totally get that. Well, in flying, 
I know you insure your tickets, like, you know, like, oh, you know, like, if you, if you want to make sure that just in case something happens that you can't use your ticket. Okay, that's, that's one type of insurance, but at, uh, I believe they're flying out of LaGuardia in uh, this episode. There's an, a counter to buy insurance, like, oh, just in case, like, the plane goes down, I guess. It's kind of like a life insurance. So, like, well, travel insurance. Yeah, travel insurance. So, um, hmm. the person working the desk is a young Terry Gar. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, wait a second, I know her. What she was on, she was on a Friends episode, the show we talked about last hmm. week. I can't. Oh, which one? Which episode was that? I'm trying to remember. I think she played somebody's mom. Oh, she was uh, Phoebe's. Oh, okay. Adopted, adopted mother, right? Yes. Or yeah, no, I, I, wait. Her mom's friend. Her birth the mother's friend. friend. Okay. That I think she found out was her real mom. I think that. At the beach house, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was. But, but yeah, T- Terry Gar, I think at this time was filming Young Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> or had just finished filming Young Frankenstein. She was like a sex pot in that. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, Joe, thank you, Doctor. <laughs> having watched the Odd Couple movie again just today, the there's a lot of jokes that they just fucking pound in this show. The FU thing you said did come into the show, probably in the pilot. I think it was in the pilot, and which we didn't get to see because it's not on Hulu. Right, and the pilot of okay, Odd Couple also had so many incarnations, too. It, it's a show that, you know, it, it's a very easy premise. So, you know, you had your Broadway play, you had your movie, you had your TV show, you had... You had the black uh, version Yeah, the, the, the African-American <laughs> version with Damon Wilson and um, and uh, Ron Glass from uh, Barney Miller. Yeah, that was like 80s? Yeah, uh, beginning of 80s, right. I think it was during a writer's strike. They did, and, the cartoon. Yeah, the oddball couple... Which I remember as a kid, because it's like, okay, I was familiar, okay, odd couple, oh, cool, they're doing, oh, it's a cat and a dog. <laughs> yeah. This was not one that I remembered at yeah, all. Yeah, it, th- not, it probably didn't last long, right? I, th- I think that, yeah, I think it was probably just one season. I, I think the dog was like Fleabag, and uh, I'm trying to remember what the cat's name, because the dog was Oscar, the cat was uh, Felix. I, I just remember. I think the, I looked at the names. One of them was like Spazzy or something. Spizzy or Spazzy. Uh, or Spiffy. Some Spiffy. I think. Spiffy. That's what yeah, it was. Sp- yeah. Spiffy. I think was the uh, cat. <laughs> so he must be Felix because he's Spiffy, and right? Be clean and classy. But also in 2017, oh uh, no, 2015, we had another incarnation with one of our uh, uh, what you call stars from last week. Mr. Matthew yes, Perry. Yes, Matthew Perry, who played Chandler and Friends, was in the remake version of The Odd Couple. Right. And I love him. And I love Thomas Lennon from Reno 911. Yeah. Um, both hysterically funny guys. This show sucks. Yeah. And it, they rehashed a lot of the that movie. That also started with the FU joke. Yep. Yeah. It, 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 except this time. They had it on a like 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 a um, an electronic ticker going across the, the the wall because Oscar had this like really fancy apartment now with a wall of TVs, Sport, yeah, the yeah, sports, yeah, like the, the sports ticker and everything. But it's like, yeah, the, the, the thing was like, yeah, we're we're out of cornflakes. F you, uh, yeah, you you, yeah. you 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 forgot this, yeah, F you. It's like it took me a minute to to, to realize F you was Felix Unger. Felix Unger. <laughs> the other thing, the one dinner scene. 
in the movie where he comes home. He's like, I'll be home at seven. And he comes home at eight and yep. dinner's ruined. And Felix makes a big fuss, acts like his wife about dinner being ruined. Oh, you should have told me. Blah, blah. That fucking joke <laughs> is a goddamn hindrance on this show. They do it every fucking episode of the show that I watched. They, they did. They did repeat that one a lot. Jesus Christ! Every I would skip two seasons, and then it would be, "Oh, you told me you were going to be home at five. I'm like, "Jesus <sighs> Christ! Just fucking shut up!" Oscar, Oscar, Oscar! Why didn't you call? <laughs> Felix in the show is a fucking douche. I fucking I like the performance. Oh, uh, Tony Randall, great, great performance. In fact, he won. He won one Emmy as Felix. In fact, it was for 1975. Uh, he, he won for Felix, and uh, in his acceptance speech, he says, I, I, I wish I had a, um, a job now, because he knew the show was ending. <laughs> so they, they, did, they ended the show. It wasn't canceled or anything. Yeah, they, they actually wound up ending the show. The, the strange thing with the show is, at the time, the, it was not, say, a ratings juggernaut. The Odd Couples, really? but it got a lot of... A lot of talk. It, it got a lot of um, critical acclaim. It, um, I don't know. It was an easy one. And but the, the the strange thing was, it was a Friday night sitcom. Hmm. Ta well, ta the talk about your great Friday night sitcoms. Who <laughs> go? Uh, and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I you, um. You, you want to hear the the strangest thing about it? Okay. The Odd Couple itself was up for Emmy Awards in 71, 72, and 74. Okay. To date, these are the last Emmy nominations for a sitcom airing on a Friday night. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is a but, weird time slot. Yep. Although, you know what, though? I bet you this show appealed to older generations more than young. Right. Right? So I, maybe I that. maybe the idea was the kids are out partying, the parents are home. home and watching TV. I bet you that's it. They finally have the TV to themselves one night of the fucking week. <laughs> that that that's quite possible. Cuz I um was Tony Randall a singer at one point? Did he do I yeah, I believe yeah, he did I believe sing like he was also some of the qualities of Felix actually came from Tony Randall like the love of opera and uh, and to be an annoying a piece of shit. <laughs> no, no, that that I think was a uh, yeah that, that that was acting, but you know, like like he he was I think a bit of a neat freak though, Tony Randall. So it 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 it, it helped the uh, character. And by the way, yes, we're, we're both drinking uh, beer from a can in, in honor of uh, Oscar. <laughs> yeah, what you got? What's yours? Mine is from Hackensack Brewing. It's Musket Haze. Nice. New England I got IPA. a. Grand Armory Brewing Juicy IPA, Weezin the Juice, which makes me just think of uh, Polly Shore. Oh, oh, oh. Weezin oh, the oh, Weezin. Juice. I thought, I thought you said Weezy the Juice. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Weezy, that would be Jefferson's, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to bring it back for that episode. But, um, yeah, it's like. Yeah, actually, Klugman actually won also two Emmys as well for the show. Okay, good. I think he's brilliant on this show. Oh, he is. Um, he is, this is what I was going to say, the end of the movie, Walter Matthau clicks, and it's almost not earned to me. Like, Felix does some things in the movie that are annoying, but that he just fucking goes, like, so violent that he wants to, like, literally punch him in the face, and he's trying to, like, throw him off the roof or something. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> it came out of nowhere. In the show, Klugman, I think, is a 
better version of the frustrated. Yeah, like you're, you're getting on my nerves. You're, you're like you're you're a pest, but I'm putting up with you. He's a slob, so I, the idea of Oscar is the slob, but he's not like a piece of shit slob that you see sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He's not like a complete asshole. He's kind of a normal guy. He right. just happens to be a little messier. And it's not like the movie, he's super messy. Like, yeah, it's throwing a, it's, food and ashtrays all over the floor. It, 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 it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, here's some sandwiches. We got brown and we got green. Green. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, it, it works, I guess. But the one in the show you feel more bad for because that Felix he's dealing with is just so over the top. To the point where you're almost like, these two wouldn't be friends. Right. And now, you, you bring up a, a great point, though. In the show, they kept retconning where they met. Okay, so you said they were childhood friends? That that was one of the iterations. Another one is they met in court. Not not the same episode where they go to court there for uh, the, the, the one I was talking about. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they met in court. Another one, they were in the service together, like okay. in the military so they together. Met like eighteen twenty. No, 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 not that, t- <laughs> not not that time. No, not the not the year eighteen twenty. They met between eighteen and twenty. Oh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, they, yeah, met, they, met. they met in the fucking year eighteen. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, is this the, like a Phoebe in that one uh, episode yeah, like, where like her yeah, past lives? To their previous life, yeah. Where they met in the service. Great episode. You didn't watch that one. Oh, no, no, I, I watched that one. Again, where she, she's the nurse. Uh, kept, kept oh, no, I meant you didn't watch that Odd Couple episode where they met in the previous life? Crazy. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, I missed that one. 1820 is crazy. <laughs> Whatever fucking war that was. <laughs> Again, it was a little after the War of 1812, so and we hadn't <laughs> the Civil, Civil War, war yet. yet. <laughs> what, what are some of the other things that, for you, like between the TV show and the movie, that were big like differences for you? The, the lack of the friends, I really think, I think the friends in the show would have been amazing. Having any of those friends, even the cop guy, he only comes in here and there. He's barely in a scene or two per episode, if that. I, I, I didn't th- see any that feature him prominently. The strange thing, I think some of the ones that feature him more, in fact, there's one where like he, he's being like not thrown out by his wife, but he needs a place to stay. Th- there's an episode, but it's not on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> there were two characters from the movie that appeared in an episode I watched that I did not expect. Oh, uh, the Pigeon Sisters? The Pigeon Sisters. Were they in most of that season or something? The first season. Or were they, they, were were they in the, the whole first, first season? season? Yeah, okay. um, uh, not every episode, but I believe like uh, multiple episodes of the first season, the Pigeon Sisters are there. And so because then, the, the movie is like a play, there's only, uh, I don't know, seven, eight, nine characters, I think, in the movie. So the, the friends, of the guys... You got Felix and Oscar, you got their four friends, I think, and then the two girls, who are right. the neighbor girls, who are like the, the floozy type, they're the pigeon sisters. Right. Their scenes are hysterical. Those two oh, are yeah. really funny. <laughs> um, so I actually, after I watched the movie, I went back and watched another episode or two of the show, and boom, there they were. And I was like, oh, see, I wouldn't have known that they were from the movie had I not just, but their, their characters in the show were way more subdued. Yeah. No, no. They, 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 weren't, they, they, weren't, they weren't as, as like, Yeah. They weren't as out there and flirty and <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is sad because their their performance in the movie was was actually really good. Very much. 
what else was the, the characters were different. Do, which do you prefer? Do you prefer Klugman or uh, Walter Matthau as Oscar? You see, you see I, I I like different pieces of both of their performances. I right. I, 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 I like the little more, if you want to say, not subdued, but of of. of um, if you say Matthew Perry, though, I'll punch you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll throw you off the roof. I'll do it. <laughs> no, I like Fleabag from the Oddball Couple. No, um, <laughs> but no, uh, I, I like um, Klugman for is a little more subtle. Uh, you brought that up. He, he's a little more subtle than Matthew. I love Matthew. Like he, he's great. Like in a, in a lot of the movies that I've seen him in, like Taking Cl- Pelham One Two Three. Bad News Bears, yeah, like a, a lot of those things. Uh, grumpy Old Men later on with Jack Lemon, but oh, this is the only fucking Odd Couple thing I have is the VHS of the Odd Couple Two. Wow, yeah, and this is an old Sorry. rental version from <laughs> somewhere. It's got the fucking. This, I've had it for a while apparently because it's got the please rewind, be kind, rewind oh, shit wow. sticker <laughs> on it. But yeah, yeah, the Odd Couple Two, yeah, not that great of a movie. Here, this this caught my eye though, as someone who ha- owns a lot of shit. <laughs> Notice the they don't have Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. See what they credit up there, Oscar and Felix. Oh, interesting. And this what year was this? Ninety eight. Yeah. Um, it was so, yeah, ninety eight. Yeah. Um, I didn't look deep into the show because I know you like to do the research, and if you were ever going to surprise me with something, I don't want to ruin that. But I did see that they did a reunion movie from the show. Yes, in ninety three. 93 what was it called together again odd couple together again yeah and it was uh mixed reception on that uh episode because one of the bad things at that point jack plugman he had had um what you call it uh i believe it was uh cancer like uh uh, uh throat cancer and he actually had part of his like vocal cords removed so he you know needs to talk more in a rasp yeah like i just yeah, I it, thought it was interesting that in 93, they're like, hey, let's do a sequel mo- TV movie. It looked like it was a CBS TV movie or something. Right. To the show Odd Couple. And then five years later, they're like, hey, let's do a sequel to the movie, movie. of the reunion yeah. <laughs> with these two. And this must have been right after like Grumpy Old Men, right? Yeah. No, no. Gr- Grumpy Old Men was... Grumpy was Grumpy Old Men like 96 or something? Yeah, it was like mid-90s. So this must have been solely based on these two like hitting it in the fucking box office. Yeah, because they still had that chemistry in Grumpy Old Men, so they're like, right. oh, yeah, let, let, let's play off this, and, you know, hey, people want an odd couple, too. It's been since 1968, so why, why not? Uh, it just seems like weird 30, 30 years that, later, it, let's do it. <laughs> so they had, the, what, Grumpy Old Men, Grumpier Old Men, what was it, Out to Sea? Out to Sea was Out one, to I Sea, think, I think, was the... Uh, an odd couple, too. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I... Think I I almost wish the show had Jack Lemon or the movie had Klugman. I, I, I get you. I, I, I do get you. I think the each, other two pairings would have seemed more interesting to me almost. But you know what? I think the pairings that they did come up with worked. Right. But, I, I, for the most of the movie, I love Walter Matthau. Some of it, I don't quite buy. Like the, the whole ending part just seems yeah, way he, too Yeah, he, he just gets. Like 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 zero to sixty, yeah. Like uh, all because he didn't want to go. He didn't. He wouldn't go to the room with the girls. He's newly divorced. He's still right. crying over his ex wife, and he's gonna kill him and beat the shit out of him because he won't go with two girls up to their apartment. Right. Like Walter Matthau is so horny. 
<laughs> that he will kill his friend because he won't go fuck with him. Which this was the 60s. They probably were going to do it together. I don't know. Um, you know Eiffel, Tower, Eiffel Tower, the Pigeon Sisters or something. Ooh, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I do agree, though, with uh, one of the things you were saying, though, with the TV version. I think they needed to tone down a little bit the uh, the Felix because it was he got ultra pesty. So the first the first episode we were going to talk about was the sleepwalking episode. Yes, yes, that was season two. Yes, that was se- season two, and yeah, that, that that's where Oscar's girlfriend at the time tells him to, you know, it's like okay, why don't why don't you go easy on Felix? Why don't you, you know, like uh, cut, cut him some slack? And um, he he so, tries. Yeah, the prem- yeah, the premise of the episode, yeah, he, he tries to be nice to Felix. So he suppresses all of his rage in a very sitcom-y way. It's a, this, this is a very sitcom-y episode. Oh, very, where, yeah, very much. Where yeah. your, your fucking bi- like your biology just can change overnight, basically. He's, <laughs> I'm going to suppress the rage, and all of a sudden, he's sleepwalking. Yep. And, uh, so, and, and not just sleepwalking. He sleepwalks and carries like a rolled up like newspaper. So he's attacking Felix in his sleep because he's repressing all the rage while he's awake. Right. What did you think of this episode? I I, I enjoyed it. Like again, it is corny. I I, mm-hmm. I I will be the first to admit. Like it, it it has that very formulatic sitcom feel, as you said. It's like oh wow, yeah. Let, let's make it so he's nice, and then oh okay, well that makes him sleep. Yeah, like I I get that, but. I think they played it well. Like I, I think did, Oscar did, yeah. You know, like a, a good, like it was. It wasn't too like, uh, like you know, Frankenstein sleepwalking. Just kind of the sitcomy stuff comes in the fact that overnight he's repressed so much rage that he just wants to murder his friend again. Yeah, <laughs> with a, well, with a newspaper, beat him with a newspaper, and the fact that he can just like he he does he like Frankenstein's through doors and shit to get to him. <laughs> Uh, and then the fact that how fast Felix figures it out at the end. He's like, oh, this is exactly what's happening. You're repressing your rage, and that's why you're hitting me. And you're like, wow, you really rushed that into 25 minutes, didn't right. you? Well, I think also on the show, Felix is given, if you want to say, like a, not say a higher aptitude, but yeah, he's smarter in the show. He's pesty, but he's also smarter. He's he's more refined, but you know, like, you know, he's very intelligent, but he doesn't have common sense. Like when it comes not, to a lot of things, I didn't love this episode. I thought it was. I thought the characters were there, though. The characters were good. Yeah, they were like they felt like what they should or what they eventually did. I guess in the show, I like them together, but I I like it better when there's other people to react to. And I, I get what you're saying. Like, and and I thinking about some of the episodes. Yeah, it it does work very well when there's more people in the room. You know, like mm-hmm. kind of reacting to how they're acting. Right. There was a f- few funny bits, uh, but yeah, I didn't love this episode. The weird thing was, was that a reoccurring thing, the sleepwalking? Because I, I happened to watch that one, and then I skipped two seasons ahead to like season four, and I watched some random episode, and Felix had some throwaway line about – actually, it might have been the haunting one, where there, he was like, oh, I heard noises last night. Were you sleepwalking again? Yeah, I don't think they, that he – in the so in was show, like, oh, sleepwalks, but they actually call back to that episode. Yeah, and it was two seasons later because I think yep. the, the Exorcist was the name of the episode, I believe, in season four. Four, yeah. 
Yeah, it was four and I was or like, five. Yeah, four. I, I just happened to watch them back to back, and so it caught me off guard. I'm like, oh shit, does he like sleepwalk a lot now in the show after that episode? <laughs> is that just a weird coincidence that I happen to watch those back to back? That that was weird coincidence. Strange. The fo- the next episode was the password. Password. That that, that was, was season three. three. Now three. that episode is actually considered one of the TV guy. Like, uh, it was I think number fifty eight in two thousand nine. Of top 100 uh, sitcom episodes. Really? Okay. I love the crossover. I loved Password. I actually have a box set. Oh, really? I'm a fucking nerd, dude. Here's a fucking nerd. Oh, no, no. I have game shows on DVD. I have, like, the best of, like, Jeopardy, Match Game, Family Feud, Password. Oh, that's awesome. That's who I am. now, Now, when you say Jeopardy, are you just talking Alex or are you also talking Art Fleming? No, it was a anniversary DVD for Trebek's like 35 oh, okay. years or something. I don't know. So 35th, whatever it was. Um, and it's so it's got like his first hosting show. It's got several in the middle. It's got like, I don't know, five like integral episodes. I think when that dude won for like the hundredth time or whatever. the fuck. Oh, Ken Jennings. Yeah. Like, uh... yeah, I think it had his on there. So it was more like a celebration of Alex Trebek. And this was long before he passed or had. Right illness or anything but i don't know it was just a cool little dvd i think i found it in like the five dollar bin at walmart and, and you, um, said, you said family feud now it's not the dawson stuff it is or yes. a combination no i think it's all dawson oh okay yeah the, the, yeah. those those were funny like <laughs> like yeah you know, like i enjoy like reactions of steve harvey but but yeah dawson, dawson giving you a kiss yeah <laughs> da- you couldn't dawson escape and the ladies. dawson <laughs> but and and again, as we brought up, Dawson also appeared many times on Match Game. Yes, he did. Yeah. So the password collection is cool because it does cover all of. I think it is all Ludden though. But okay. was there a host before him? There was, right? I think there was before him, like like back in the black and white days. So this other episode we covered. Um, they Oscar because he's a celebrity, a sports writer, which. That fell out of place because he doesn't really – he doesn't feel like a celebrity a lot of times, right? Yeah. Am I wrong yeah, in that? He's like barely a celebrity. Yeah, it, But it, Alan it, Ludden happens to be a sports fan. Yeah. Alan Ludden happens to be a sports fan and his favorite sports writer is Oscar Madison. <laughs> Which you're like, all right, I guess I'll buy it. It didn't have to be celebrity password, but you could tell they only did that so they could have Betty White exactly. as the other contestant. So you have Alan Ludden ask him, and then, of course, Felix is the fan of Password, talks him into going on the show. Right. And, which, and, for kids, explain to them how Password works. Password is, okay, uh, you have a team of two, and one person will, you're only allowed to say a single word to get your teammate. Huh. <laughs> you. There we go. Very good. <laughs> there we go. So... Yeah, somebody would say a word to try to get his partner to come back with, you know, the correct password. And and, 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 the most brilliant part of the episode was Felix explaining to uh, Oscar the way the clues work. Oh, yes. Because it is exactly how they did it on the show. So he says, like, if I say a word like this, like... um, With the rising, it's like... You, you want to go opposite. It's like, right. up, down. Yeah. Right. So, but if you say it, like, uh, directly, <laughs> you're looking for the follow-up word. Right. And and he did use that, like, kind of, like, hand gesture going forward. Yeah, he was forward. doing one of these. 
which I think on the actual show you weren't allowed to use hand, hand gestures, gestures. No, but they did it the whole. Even Betty White, I think, was doing it in the episode. I think so. <laughs> but I remember several times they were like, "No hand gestures. Get that shit out of here." But, Maybe on celebrity password, it's okay. I don't know. But but the passwords that are are, are used, uh, or uh, if you want to say the the, uh, the the words that Felix uses in this are are, are pretty funny. Because, you know, like, you know, he's training uh, Oscar with, you know, like, like common, you know, like, up, down, hot, cold, okay, candle, stick, like, yeah. th- these type of things. And the password is bird. <laughs> what do you, yeah, what was the fucking random ass, like, Greek god or something? What do you say? <laughs> Aristophanes. Aristophanes. <laughs> and, he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, Oscar's like, Greek. <laughs> yeah. What well, I, I love I love the episode. Here's my problem with it. They should have gone full ham and just done the entire show on password. I got gotcha. you. Two thirds of it is them trying to like talk each other into it. Right. And and, and, and also Oscar, the the girl he's trying to you know get with. Yeah, you know, like he, there's that whole thing where she's trying to you know she wants to be uh, Oscar's partner. Mm-hmm. So, which yeah. was like barely half a scene, though. Yeah, these kind of things work best when you just go whole ham on the shit. And but there was so much of them just sitting there talking about, are they going to do the show? Right. Where I was like, just get to the fucking show. And then when you get to the show, they do one round of like what four passwords, and then they lose, and he's like, all right, end of show. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's a total of five because I think each team got two, and then the last one was. Uh, what was it? <laughs> Lead? <laughs> Graphite! While, <laughs> while they're on the show, it's brilliantly funny. It's really funny. Yeah. It's everything leading up to it. Now, I guess for the joke to work that, that uh, Felix is just bad at the show, once he's there, he's I don't know if he's nervous or what, but he's really bad at it once he's on it, even though he knows it so well. Well, well I, I think, I think it's, again, it's the, the, the intellect thing going again. I, th- I think it's like, you know, his... You know, he, he, you know, he's refined and like his refined thing is like, you know, Aristophanes, bird. It's like, oh, Aristophanes wrote a play called The Birds. The one thing I did take away from this episode is that um, I really want to try to put beer in my OJ and see how good that is. <laughs> Oscar wakes up and yeah. he's got his breakfast in front of him and he pours beer, beer into, into his orange OJ. juice. Yeah. I was C. like, oh, that might be good. Yeah, yeah. What do you say? I want to kill the vitamin C. Kill the vitamin C. <laughs> That was funny as fuck. Um, I was like, "Oh, that might be good. You might have discovered something. I don't know. Is that a, that's not a drink that I've ever heard of?" Yeah, I, yeah. I, I know a mimosa is the champagne in a OJ, but but um, and vodka and orange juice you hear all the time. Mm-hmm. But 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 not but, beer. But I, I will say though, that their their um, chemistry comes along also in in the way you know with the password, where it's like okay, you know, like after the Aristophanes, uh, then they're 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 going like. During commercial break, you know, Oscar's like, you know, chastising him. It's like, it's like the the password was ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so so he he doesn't just say Aristophanes to Felix. He goes Aristophanes. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, when they're on the show, it's really good, and I really wish they had just done the fucking show. I, I agree. Yeah, they, they they should have had a whole episode with that. Like, you know, we got to talk about, though, Betty White and Alan Ludden, how everyone fucking loves Betty White. I love Betty White. As I said, oh, the I, premiere I just went to was for a movie based on the Andy Griffith show. I didn't have anything. I was like, I need something classic TV, though. 
Right. So I wore a little Betty White pin as my lapel pin. Nice. Who doesn't love Betty White? But um, Alan Ludden, that was, I think, her only husband, right? She he I died and so. she never married again. It's like, right. She Wait. always said that she just loved him so much she could never be with anyone else. And that was it. I know. That's uh, fucking it, adorable. And, and, and Betty White adorable. is now, what, 90, what? She's got to be up there. She might be pushing 100 by now. Yeah, she, she, she's know. close to, but... She's had uh, multiple sitcoms. Oh, yeah. In fact, again... The you Betty know, like, White show, I think, was... Be- Betty White, which they referenced, too. It's like, yep. oh, oh, Miss White. You know, it's like, I, yeah. you know, like, I watched your show like from many, 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 many years ago. It's like... Yeah, that many. <laughs> that, that many. <laughs> uh, of course, Golden Girls, and then she had Golden Palace, which was the spinoff of that. Right. Uh, without B. Arthur, but had Don Cheadle and wasn't Cheech on there? Cheech Marin? Uh, I think so. I didn't I think really it was watch Cheech that one. and Don Cheadle were added to the Golden Girl. <laughs> like, Whoa, what? Yes, it, it's that new pairing, Cheech and Cheadle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then um, Hot in Cleveland, right? Was the yes. Last one she did? Yeah, with uh, Valerie Bertinelli and uh, uh, what's it, Wendy Malick from uh, Just Shoot Me. I'm, yeah, I'm sure we'll get to at least one or two of those at some point. Uh, so I just I just wanted to point out their beautiful romance. If you ever interested, Betty White, yeah, she's been single. I think so. he died. Got to be eighties, probably. I think so. Eighties or maybe beginning of the nineties, but I think you're right in the eighties. So very cool to see those two on here. I think they they do add something to it. everyone. Just I mean, Betty White, even when she was on Match Game back in the day, she was fucking hysterical. Yes. And have you seen young Betty White? Pretty fucking hot. <laughs> Pretty, pretty fuck not. I mean, this show. No, no, I, I, I get, oh. I get what you're saying, but, but like, it, it's it's, before, oh it, it, it's weird to consider that because yeah, like yeah. we we know her from many of the shows later in her career. <laughs> uh, I would also like to say um, because I hate Tony Randall's Felix, um, we should cancel him for using the word gypped. <laughs> Uh, not only does he use the word "I was gypped," he was "I was gypped," which is like a slur against gypsies. The fuck, Felix, cancel that <laughs> motherfucker in this episode. But the next episode, he he badmouths gypsies again when he's talking about the way he like chooses his bedding on the horses. Oh yes, oh two episodes out of fucking seven that I watch, he's talking <laughs> shit about gypsies. Cancel Felix Unger, Tony yeah, Randall. Y- you, y- y- you will see. I'll I'll be honest. You will see if you watch more of the episodes. Again, it, it was a product of its time, and s- some of the vernacular was. It's like, oh, okay. Are we ready to move on to the horse race episode? Yeah, let, 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 let's go. Uh, F- Felix plays the horses there. Uh, I loved this episode. This was it my was favorite funny. of all the ones I watched, and I, I this is one that I, I basically when I first watched it, I watched the first one that was on there and the last one that was on there just to get a feel. Mm-hmm. First one that was on there, the like you said, Felix the Fighter, I think it was called. Yeah. I fucking hated that. The shit was boring as fuck. Don't watch that. <laughs> this was the last episode that Hulu had, and I was like, oh, this is this is what we're in for. More of this is what I want. Yeah, this is great. And and, and I love. I episode. think your later seasons, you have more of that. Yeah, definitely. I think the it's probably the opposite of most shows we're gonna watch, but the last two seasons, I think, were my favorite bits where they just really felt like they were, they knew what they had and what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would actually say the last three, like it's kind of like, you know, there were definitely some parts of the third uh, uh, season that were really funny. Like uh, so again, besides- the, pa- the, the password is actually from the third season of uh, uh, what, what was it? Uh, Oscar and the, um, 
excuse me, uh, and The Princess, which was actually, I think Jack Klugman won an Emmy Award for. That one was a really good episode. Uh, which was the, the one where they go to traffic court is another, oh, not traffic court, um, yeah, court, because they're uh, accused of uh, scalping tickets. This one had some great bits in it, like the um, the very cartoony thing where he's trying to listen to the horse race on the radio, and he's so involved, and he's like, he's jumping, he's up, amped and shit, and he tells Felix to move because he's blocking the radio. <laughs> and he, it's a radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's like, get out of the way, and he's like, oh, it's a radio. Like that, that kind of shit. Th- those kind of little banter moments are when the show really works. The sweater bit. There's oh God! Of- he had to wear his lucky sweater, <laughs> which, so which was from episode, his like uh, yeah, the, elementary taste. <laughs> the premise of the episode is uh, Oscar has like an insider giving him tips on who's going to win this horse race. Um, who was a little person, which is I expected for the time period there to be a lot more midget little person jokes. There weren't really. No, no, it, it was just only one. He, he was a little person, but he wasn't a jockey. But he worked. At the stables. Right. He said he was too short to be a jockey. Was yeah. like the one little joke about <laughs> being a little person. But a lot of shows around that time would have made it more of a thing. Oh, very much I so. I was actually yeah. kind of impressed. You're like, wow, he just they just treated him like a dude, though. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the, the visual spectacle of him walking in as a little person, though, might have been the joke at that point. I think so, yeah, because there were a few visual elements where it's like uh, when he's at the door... And mm-hmm. like, and uh, Felix like look, looks and it's like, oh, no, no one's there. It's like, t- open the door. It's uh, or okay. when he's hiding in like the the tree, like he's hiding in bushes and shit. Yeah, or, something. Or, or hiding right behind Oscar. <laughs> they yeah yeah they did do the one joke that I always see with little people in old sitcoms though is when the camera pans over to nothing and then pans down, down. to see yeah. them. I they didn't do that. Yeah, which that, they, they, so many shows do that fucking joke. It's like, you know. yep. Um, there was, but then he, he talks Felix into doing a bet, which he does like what? $1 or something. Oh no. Well, no, I think the minimum was two. So it's like, yeah, know. he had to $2 on his bet. But <laughs> so that leads to this really funny scene where he has to wear his lucky sweater while they're listening to the show. And the whole joke is that when their horse is winning, Oh, this lucky sweater is working. When he's not, oh, take it off. It's not working. Take it. And they keep going back and forth between trying to get this get very off. tight fucking sweater off him because, he, like you said, it was from like elementary or something. Or something. <laughs> That's the kind of shit that really works with this. And this is this is where you're like, this is not the guys in the, the movie would never have done this. The no. characters weren't. You know what I mean? Like that's not – they're very different in that sense. No, no. The, the, the characters on the TV show had evolved to this. Yes. Can you do that thing with your mouth that he's uh, the- a... Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, you I, can kind of. Yeah, you got kinda, it. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait where's, where's my uh, money? <laughs> I kept trying. I was watching. I was like, wait a minute. I just sound like I'm choking on something. <laughs> but no, but yeah, and, Turn and, this off. And, and then uh, uh, Oscar has like an entourage, basically, <laughs> after a while. Yo, what does he say? I'll meet you at Tiffany's or something? Buy you something pretty or some shit like that? You're like, oh, wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> He's just buying his friends already. Right. He's like, he's like, I will pay for friends to get re- away from Felix and have different <laughs> friends. And then, and then Felix t- talking about it's like, it's like, well, why is he wasting like, 
his money in a bank where, where it's only like 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 uh, like a couple like what was it four or five percent? It's like wow, bank was paying four or five percent back then. Jeez. <laughs> I also love the bit where he's he's kind of explaining to Felix how betting works, and he's like, yeah, you can you know for third place you get this, and he goes, they'll pay you for your horse to come in third place. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And he goes, but he's probably got to like be just barely behind. He goes, no, he could be like 20, 20 lengths behind. Your horse can lose by twenty lengths, and you've been losing money this whole time. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You're like, yes. He gets it. He gets yes. it. Yes. He's like, well, yeah. You know, first place pays more or whatever. Yeah, I just really like this episode. That it there is so much all over the place though about money. About it seems like bro- he's he's broke, but again. In the movie, he's got a fucking eight-bedroom apartment. This movie, yeah. this one in the show, don't look like he's. It's an eight-bedroom apartment. No, no, the show <laughs> definitely makes it look now smaller, uh, uh-huh. especially season two on because they changed the apartment. So, what do you gauge from their success level? Are they both successful in their careers by the end of the show? Like, I, I think Felix is like as pesty as he is. Like, he's a perfectionist in photography. Oh, although one of the episodes I watched was <laughs> with um. Do you remember uh, Jack Sue from uh, Barney Miller? I haven't seen Barney Miller in a long time. Uh, he, he he was Nick, the one that always made the bad coffee. I don't. Okay. I can't picture him right now. No. Um. Well, he he played a um a boxer. Oh uh, no, not a boxer, a wrestler from China. In, okay. In, like in in this one episode, like doing an international tour thing, and Oscar, like as the sportscaster, he needs someone to take pictures at the the wrestling match and Felix is taking these you know avant-garde pictures like he here's a picture of the ri- of the uh, the bell ringing okay here here's a picture of your reaction to, to him like like winning the first part of the match it's like nope. <laughs> so I, that's all the notes i had on those three episodes did you have anything else you wanted to add on those for for those three episodes i think you you covered uh, pretty well um some of the other episodes I would uh, recommend, like like I said, uh, Flying Felix was hilarious because, yeah, you know, at first, yeah, you know, he he's you know afraid of flying. Again, people are getting his pestiness when he's on the plane too, so they get thrown what? off that plane. That is a very popular sitcom premise, by the way. A lot of shows have the fear of flying episodes. The yes. people on the plane. I know Lucy did it multiple times. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if it was just more people, and it does seem like older shows, 60s, 70s, so I wonder if it was just more people were flying for the first time back then, maybe? I, I think so. Like, yeah, it, it became more the norm mm-hmm. that, you know, people, you know, oh, yeah, if, if I want to travel to X state, you know, like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I, I can uh, t- take a flight there. What One of the best things is uh, because Oscar had to be there for a game in Houston, because that's where Felix was supposed to go, he had to be there for a game in Houston versus San Diego. So they wind up chartering another plane, like like a charter plane. So now you're talking a, a, a smaller plane. So the the the, the group is that, there livestock on the plane, like every other sitcom? No, there's not livestock. But you know it, what I'm talking about. That's another sitcom. Oh trope. yes. Every time there's a small uh, plane, uh, another or a, big a charter trope. plane, you're stuck on the plane with like chickens or cows or some stupid shit. Now this one, he, he here's here's the catch that they're you know they're they're on the plane. Oh, before they when they're booking the flight, the guy asks, "Are you with the group?" 
And Felix is like, yes, yeah, we're with the group, of course. So, you know, they, they, they get their, uh, you know, their ticket and that when they're in the air, they're uh, basically over Houston. Then uh, everyone grabs their parachute. <laughs> it's a parachuting club. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so, so and I, I think, uh, was it, yeah, I think Felix had gone to the restroom and came back. Everyone's gone. <laughs> it's like Oscar. Wait. Uh. <laughs> so that is that the one you would you would recommend over even the three we watched? I, I, I recommend that one, like in that vein. Uh, let's see. What what are some of the other ones I w- I would uh, recommend? The, the, the Deacon Jones. The one I watched in the first season that was actually pretty good was one with the Pigeon Sisters. Um, uh, Felix's parrot dies, which. Yes, Continuity yes. wise, where the fuck's his parrot come from? Because I don't remember right. that in the other episodes, but he's got a parrot that dies, and they do this whole thing about like trying to find a good burial spot. Um, did you notice all the out? You did watch that one? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, no, I didn't watch that one, but I, I vaguely remember that one. So there's a lot of scenes where it looks like they're actually in New York, like walking around exteriors, mm-hmm. and it's all clearly dubbed. Like the the audio was bad, they had to redub it, and they're, so their voices or their their mouths don't match their voice at all. But I, 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 you're like, oh Jesus Christ! All right, I got you. Um, <laughs> but the final scene, like they end up going to like a pet funeral home. They they have a little casket for the the parrot and all this. Yep. And the, all of a sudden, the parrot is alive. <laughs> the parrot wakes up, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, "I guess we we'll get a refund then." And he's like, "No." Oh. He's like, "No refunds." So Oscar's, you know, pissed off and he sees a fly and he swats the fly with the newspaper, much like Felix's face in the other episode, swats the fly, kills the fly, puts it in the casket and he goes, continue. <laughs> and because he's already paying for the funeral, yeah. he makes this man do the funeral, funeral for his for dead fly. pet fly. <laughs> he goes, does the dearly departed have a name? He's like, Saul. <laughs> Saul, we're here for Saul the fly, and everyone's sitting there like this is awkward. And that was like, and you're like, okay, that, and that was a first season episode. I was like, oh, okay, there, it's a little bit there. It's almost there. Yeah, um, like it was really funny. That was the only one that I watched that had the Pigeon Sisters in it. So I was curious if they were in more there. Yeah, no, they, they were several episodes of season one. Yeah, there was like a hundred and like I think it's like 114 or 117 episodes. I think total of the uh, series. You just reminded me, you were talking about the remake one. Was that 2015 or something you said? Yeah, 2015 through 2017. According to Google, when I Googled it, there was only, there was three seasons, but only 38 episodes? Yeah, which is strange. How does that fucking work? They have like 10 episodes a season or was there like, it was canceled and so they're like, fuck it, let's air these other ones. I don't really know because like I stopped watching. That's a weird number of seasons. Like after a few episodes, like, okay, maybe it'll get, eh, okay, maybe not. No, it's bad. Don't watch it. Yeah, no, watch it, it. It, it was. Watch this good. one. I would recommend. I would recommend the show over the movie. Would you? Yeah, I, I, the movie is great in its own way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I was more a fan of the show as a yeah. kid, and when I because that was my first exposure to it. Then I watched the movie, and it's like, and the movie was funny, especially when Felix is clearing his sinuses, which they allude to many times in the show as well. But meh. 
Fred. I would say, as we did last time, we recommend one episode. You say the flying episode. I didn't watch that one, so I can't recommend that one. But I would say this horse racing one is a great example of these characters and the way they interact. I love that. Yes. And they're not as adversarial as they often are. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that in that episode. It kind of makes it, to me, it was more interesting to see them for once in that show be kind of on the same team and kind of on the same level. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a season five episodes. That's the last. It's one of the later ones because that, that, that is the one last season. Hulu. Yeah, yeah. In, in fact, do you know how the series ends? I do not. It was. I wasn't on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. But basically, Felix gets back together with his wife, which on the TV show is Gloria. In the movie, was Francis that he he kept calling yeah. Oscar every once in a while, Francis. But um, so they added that. That's part of that theme song thing they added then. Because he says in that part where it's like, on this date, Felix Lunger was asked to leave, whatever. And don't they say he, he knew he, he'd return one day. He, he, uh, he would return to her. I, I so don't they, think that they, was necessarily written yet. they planned that? I don't think they had necessarily written that. It's just, it so happened, it's like, you know, we're going to end the show. Let's end it this way. Let, let, let's Because let's in the movie, it ends with Felix living with the pigeons. The sisters, right. So it makes you wonder that... Does the show take place after? What happened there? Do they explain it? Do they, oh, they, hmm. Did he have some, some amazing three ways for a while? And, then he, <laughs> and then he made up with Felix or Oscar? And <laughs> <like that? laughs> it, 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 very good show. Definitely, though, a product of its time. A lot of things. Are, but premise-wise, it's a premise that works. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a simple, easy sitcom premise. Correct. And it's, and it's been repeated many times in, in many forms. Every episode I found a moment that I really loved. Um, as a whole, I can't say I love the show, but I really like it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just, it's there, but it's not there. You know what I mean? Understood. But, the, but when it works, it really fucking works. Yeah. And, and, so. and, and, and most of it is because of the chemistry. And like yes. you said... What, yeah, when there are other characters to interact with yeah. them, it's it's even better. Right. I think that's the magic of it is that their relationship in front of other people is so funny because they are a married couple. Yes, very much so. <laughs> when they're alone, it's almost not as funny as when you have other people realizing that they're a married couple going, oh, what the <laughs> fuck is up with these two, you know? If, uh... If Mr. Roper was there, he'd be like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, yeah, well, which, which is another show we have to get to at some point." Three's a crowd. No, the, 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 <laughs> no, the, the Ropers. No, uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, but um, well, uh, let, let, let's give uh, people a uh, a preview for our next show. What 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 sitcom are we going to uh, watch for our next one? We're going to go back to, it's got to be the 50s, right? Was it, maybe I, it was 60s. It was, it was uh, black and white I think to begin 50s with. into 60s, I believe. And and there were many, also, uh, I think there were later incarnations, but the original we're going to go over. The Andy Griffith Show. Correct. <laughs> the Andy Griffith Show. Another one that I, like, I've seen many episodes, but it was never one that I was super dedicated to. So again, I'm, I'm loving going back and kind of watching these things that I, I know of, and I've definitely, I know a lot about it, but I don't 
know the episodes in and out. So yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, do you? No, I, I, I'm uh, another one. I watched when I was a kid. Also, you know, the, the syndicated was familiar with the theme song with the the whistling, and yeah. Um, also, I was interested in the fact of Ron Howard as a, a little kid as as Opie, mm-hmm. you know, because I was familiar with him at the time on Happy Days. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing I remember most about that show was kind of the characters. I don't remember full situations and episodes. I just remembered the characters. I, I remember your, you know, Andy, I, I um, Bar- Barney Fife, you know, like uh, Don Knotts. I, rem- I remember um, Gomer Pyle. It's like, these I, are all uh, characters that came out of there, but. <laughs> and I, I got to admit, it's, I have a personal uh, agenda by recommending we do this show next because I just did a film called Mayberry Man that just, we had the premiere uh, Saturday night, so a couple days ago. And uh, it was awesome. I It's a family comedy based on the Andy Griffith show. The director, his dad, I guess, was on the show. Oh, excellent. Um, I don't know how many episodes he was in, but it was one of his, I guess, one of the things he was most known for. And he would go to this thing called uh, Mayberry Fest, which is done in several states. So it's like a big gathering of fans and people play these characters like Barney Fife and mm-hmm. uh, Floyd the bartender. A barber. Uh Played the barber. See, yeah. that's exactly why I need to watch the show. No, I. Uh, <laughs> um, so I played. I played an original character in this movie. It wasn't a character from the show, but it's called Mayberry Man, and there are. There's an interesting thing where it takes place at this festival. So there's these these actors portraying these characters, but they're not playing the characters. They're playing people playing the characters. Got it. Yeah, so, that, that's always an interesting dynamic when you have. <laughs> now, now I'm, uh, I'm picturing uh, what's his name, Robert Downey Jr. as as uh, right. in, in Tropic Thunder. I'm, I'm a dude, <laughs> playing a dude, playing another dude. <laughs> right. So on set, of course, I know so many old shows, and I'm very proud of all the fucking sitcoms that I have knowledge of in this head. But sadly, we'd be on set, and these people were so into Andy Griffith's show. They're quoting things, and they're they're saying things from the show, and I'm like. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I wish I did. Like, I wish I knew. <laughs> just nod. Just nod. I did. I'm like, ah, yeah, I get it. I didn't get most of it. And I was sad. And it made me sad. So at the premiere the other night, it was the same thing. Like, people were dressed up. Um, the two guys, I did watch a few clips, you know, uh, after I did the movie. And the, the guys who are playing these characters, like, playing people playing these characters, are so fucking good. Floyd and uh, Barney. Yeah. These guys who are playing these in the, in the Mayberry Man film are fucking genius. Um, oh, I, I, I gotta see this. I I could not believe how fucking funny they were, and it's uh, it's one of those like it was rated like family friendly by the Dove thing. So you look at it, and if I wasn't in it, it would be something I would probably skim by, maybe mm-hmm. not something I would. But after watching it, like in the theater and seeing the reaction of all these diehard Andy Griffith fans. This movie's friggin' awesome. I'm not just saying that because I'm in it, but it does help. You know? <laughs> um, the DVD is available on MayberryManMovie.com. Uh, they do have a Facebook page where you can follow. They had a whole red carpet event. I got to walk the red carpet for the first time, and it was sweet. So bizarre, so bizarre to have people asking for <laughs> pictures with me and autographs. I I don't know if I'll ever get used to that, but I was very excited to be a part of it. So if you are an Andy Griffith, uh, one, let's, well, let's one talk of those, about the One sh- of those Griff heads. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's talk about the show on our next episode. So watch a few episodes so you can come chat with us. And maybe check out the movie if it's something you're into. Because if you see this guy playing Barney Fife and then you watch this movie, or you watch the movie and see the comparison, like he just nails him. And what was funny is I guess there is some guy who is like world renowned for playing Barney at different events or whatever. Right. But he knew Don Knotts, they said. Oh. And he had promised Don Knotts he would never portray him in a movie. Oh. So when they approached him, he turned it down. Oh. Which you're like, after watching this movie, you're going to be like, there was someone better than this guy? <laughs> That's crazy. Because he's that. But also Floyd. Uh, Floyd and Barney are the two main uh, Mayberry characters in the film. So check it out. Um, I'm excited to dig into How many seasons of that are there? Do we know? Uh, I that I, I don't know. We'll discuss it next week, though. Or two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. Two Tuesdays from now, we will discuss the Andy Griffith Show. And I'm very excited so, to actually know what the hell these people were saying to me on set <laughs> to finally get the joke <laughs> <laughs> right, right well i guess it's time for us to wrap up here so um i guess for, for sick on my face I've, I've been nick franco i have been jay bidwell and uh we hope you will uh next time <laughs> sick on my face sick on my face <laughs> <laughs> good night y'all good night good night